Hey, Brian. Hey, Evan. How's it going? Good. Awesome. Uh, I've lost track of what episode we're on because of our little snap. 28-ish, <laughs> I think. 28-ish. 28? 20, 29, officially. This is our first recording since accidentally <laughs> posting the wrong 26. Yes. Yes. But luckily, as I said, now we're a little bit ahead. Yeah. Thanks I like that people that. listen to it even though we didn't. We didn't record like the intro we were gonna do, or no. like edit it, or add any. It was just straight to like it was, DVD. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> it, was, just, it was just it was just raw footage that we just accidentally posted. Yes, yes. It'd be like if you're putting up your wedding video and instead you put up your wedding night, and you're like, well, dad, deal with it. <laughs> That's uh, a little different. We have, hey, no, it isn't. Hey, I don't know what your wedding night was like. I don't think it was quite as interesting as <laughs> a wedding night photo accidentally getting posted. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, we have a guest here with us tonight, though. Yeah. Uh, who will Aaron. hopefully pick up on our one microphone here. Yeah. Here's a hope. Yeah. Hello, everybody. This is uh, our buddy Aaron, who uh, we asked to be on the show because he plays other formats. <laughs> Unlike Brian. <laughs> Unlike us, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much exclusively. <laughs> All formats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that was the thing, is we tried a while ago to get someone on to sort of talk about the differences between the formats. I haven't played different formats since it was type 1, type 2. Yeah. Uh, so the mindset and stuff like that, because I do notice like a different mindset between a commander player who's only commander. Right. And then people who play other formats. Completely is. Yeah. Yeah. So we were hoping to get you on the show to talk about it here on EDH Wrecked. Yes, Ooh. with the D. With the D. Uh, we had a problem where uh, <laughs> we got a bunch of tweets from people about yeah. the fact that, uh, that Command Zone mentioned us. But they actually said EDH Rec Podcast, and I was like, guys, that's not us, we're not. And people were like, pretty, they were like, there was two people who yeah. were like, no, nah, we're pretty sure it's you. And I was like, that is not, no, they do not listen to us. <laughs> the problem is if you say it quickly, it starts to sound It's insane, all blends, but... right? So you're just like, yeah, here at EDH yeah. Rec Podcast. It's like, that's why sometimes when we talk about like, oh, who we are, sometimes we're like, oh, there's a W, because <laughs> if you just think that we said Rec, it's a totally different thing. Yeah. You're going to listen to a different podcast. Yeah. It is fantastic. <laughs> Normally we have some alcohol, but I drank way uh, too much last night at karaoke. So. And I'm almost recovered from the sickness I've been talking about for like three weeks on this podcast. And Aaron didn't bring any booze. So. I did not. No. <laughs> Next time. Uh, Next Our time. guest should have to supply booze. That should be the rule. Uh, look, if you want to be with us, right, you got to bring the booze. Yeah. Yes. Highly recommend it. Anyway. Of this basement <laughs> recording. <laughs> Trying to avoid the footsteps above us. Um, in our high-tech lab. We're really in a... The washing really... machine isn't on today, so that's good. Hey, man. I pull we all the stops. It. Right? Should... Can... I, I hope... I hope you go do a load of laundry in the middle of this. <laughs> in the middle, just turn it on. Yeah. What were you saying, guys? Um, yeah, so, so yeah, we might as well jump right into it. So, like I said, Aaron's been, I mean, God, we played together back in the day. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, the Kamigawa block era. Sweet block. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Good for anything. Yeah. Someone online had posted, like, a bring back Kamigawa, and I think if they returned to it, it'd be great. That brother, Cam the, the Yamazaki thing. Yeah, we were just looking. At one of the bottom comments was, I hope that this guy gets reprinted with like a partners with yeah, himself yeah. in a Commander's Legend well, set. And then in oh brackets, the guy was like, along with every other Kamigawa legend. And I was just like, no. But like, if you went back to like sort of fix, like they, they, they posed like the Baron Sangir, who's kind of not good. So if they went back to the Kamigawa, we're like, all right, okay, we kind of messed up the power levels here and reprint them. That'd be kind of interesting. Now, most of them aren't iconic enough that you'd be like, I really want. 
I, I can't even name one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fever dream, whatever it's called. The switch <laughs> red one. Or yeah, no one's yeah. like, that's a sweet commander. I love the art and everything, but man, it's bad. Yeah, I can't really think of it. Um, like the Miogens. The Miogens. But the Miogens are okay. I was thinking uh, the Bushido guy. Is it Conda? Oh, the big, the five, Bushido 5 guy? Yeah, like yeah. he could be iconic enough to get a reprint, maybe. Uh, Rune Tail. I would like to see like a reprint of some of the flip generals. Maybe not the broken ass ones. Well, like, they're a lot yeah. of them are broken. <laughs> the white ones were fine. Yeah, most of them weren't even played. But the flip guy that gives all your creatures that prevents all damage—that's that's fine. Sure, I mean he's hard to play through, but he's also hard to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a shit general. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we should probably talk about other <laughs> You want to go Kamigawa? For we can, a while. That could be a whole episode. All right, the problem of yeah. Kamigawa yeah. from problem. 15, 16 years ago. <clears throat> the best highlights of Kamigawa. Terrible draft too. Like just nothing. <laughs> Nothing good about block. Anyway. We were talking about that at the store the other day, and the problem for me was always like, it was one of those sets that was just straight garbage, except when you hit the fire. Like, you would pull, like, a JIT, and you'd just be like, well, I fucking win. Yeah, <laughs> right? there's nothing like, to deal with. There's it. no way to deal with anything Everything was so high-costed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that format was so unforgiving. Like, if you missed a land drop and draft, you were pretty much just done. Like, you could never come back and compete. Like, it was just <laughs> zero over. It was just that bad. That bad. <laughs> the yeah. soul shift. Oh. Terrible. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just all these memories of why I quit <laughs> the second yeah. time. You know, like, Understandable. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, the real reason you're here <laughs> yes, yes. is uh, besides breaking an old format or old. Sets. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. always fun, too. You're talking to two old Gs here, though, back yeah. in the day. Like, we played way back, bro. We're not youngins like you. I, I, like, I kitchen table yeah. played. <laughs> yeah, like back that. in, like, 6th edition. And then I played Kamigawa. Yeah. But again, like, I, I didn't actually go to a store and draft. I just bought cards and played with my friends. So. Draft yeah. is, like, the only yeah. thing that happened in our city. Yeah, <laughs> ever back yeah, in the day. Like, ever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, again, we're off topic. Aaron. Yes. So. Uh, one of the things that I was always that I've always noticed playing uh, against you know you uh, there's a couple others who kind of play different formats and have come into Commander recently yeah is that there's a completely different mindset about kind of uh, I guess honor is not a good term but like the degenerate de nature of cards so uh, your group tends to have a different outlook on some of them and then a, yeah. a different outlook on others. Like some things that we as just strictly commander players find okay, you guys are like, that is some piss poor uh, play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's a weird dichotomy when you're coming from like a kind of competitive format, right? Like say standard, just because you're always in that mindset of, well, you have to optimize your deck. You have a sideboard that allows you to not play certain answers main, right? So it's a completely different thing. Uh, I, I mean, I love EDH and I love all the competitive different formats, which most people don't. Like, yeah. they're either, like, one or the other. I think yeah. we're pretty anti the other formats, usually. I don't mind. Somewhat as a joke. I've played yeah. Legacy yeah. a couple times. The only, the only format that I just don't like, and that's strictly because of mostly the player base in in Halifax, is, is Modern. I just I find modern uninteresting because it feels like there's eight decks to play. Yeah, that's it. I've but always felt no there's creativity not a lot of whatsoever. There. Modern is very degenerate as well. Yeah. So like, you can sit down for like you know what's supposed to be an hour round match and you're done in five minutes. Yeah. Not even yeah. five minutes. You haven't really played any magic and that's it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, to me, modern is one of those things where it's just not not that fun to play. No. Uh, you know, I, yep. I play it. <laughs> but begrudgingly, like it's what not. deck do you play? Um, I was playing ad nauseum for a long time sure. because that way I could just play with myself, really, and <laughs> just ignore my opponent. If I get there, I get there. If I yeah. don't, I don't. 
The only match I ever sat through and watched play was a, a fucking Clark's um, clan Ironworks. Ironworks versus Ad Nauseam. Oh yeah, that'd be a fun match. Yeah. <laughs> no one did anything. No pink drawing there. there was, yeah, just, yeah. just when is this gonna end? Uh, yeah, that was the and that's when and I I, I guess I I want to clarify that I don't hate the players who play modern, but they tend to be pretty douchey outside of modern. Like some of those like modern only guys. Uh, I find are pretty oh, they're much very, like us. Fairly say, arrogant. I don't know if they're and, more arrogant about their format than we are. No, probably not. And you would think that modern would actually be like a good kind of like segue into EDH, really, because yeah. like if you like the degenerate combos, there's lots of that in EDH. There is yeah, a shit right? ton in EDH. But I feel like the only real actual like crossover is with pretty much with legacy players, and even them are kind of like divided. Like half them are. Like kind of like casual, they have all the old cards. They like right. to build EDH and try new creative kind of things. And the other half are like some of the judges who play who are just playing play big yeah. money cards. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, just don't, don't have anything interested in twenty five thousand dollar decks that are foiled out with all the judge promos. And I, yeah, I found yeah. that part of it. And I think I mentioned this possibly last episode was uh, that people playing sort of the the really competitive one on one struggle with the multiplayer aspect, and that mm-hmm. some people are just not that great and they'll make a bad play yeah and if you're coming from modern where everything's optimized and everyone's cutthroat and then someone just blows up one of your things for what no reason you can't figure out why <laughs> yeah it yeah. can really throw you off yeah. um so there is a part of commander that is like accepting that like bad plays will happen we're, yeah we were talking about yeah. this we're in modern if if i was playing you and uh and I just made a bad play, like game over, I'm out. Yeah. But yeah. in EDH, if we're all playing and I make a bad play, uh, you guys keep going, or I just make an enemy, or I just screw myself yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. But the game's still going. We yeah. all have to suffer through this. And you mistake. can make several bad plays, yeah. right? You can. Like, yeah. Well, and sometimes you make an You're entire like... deck where it's purposely <laughs> bad. And I'm going to mention yeah. your Mogus deck where sure. nothing good happens in that deck. And it hurts him as much as most everyone else because he can't stop himself from being hurt. No, yeah. everyone's while I drop so, a card, it's like yeah. mana pipes. It's like I have no way out of this if enough people yeah. deal me enough damage. And everyone at the table is like, "There's no reason that card should be in play." Like I play some of those cards in Torbran because it, <laughs> yeah. it lightning bolts you every time. Yeah. But when you're just taking one, you're just being an asshole at that point. You're just like, there's no reason you should yeah. be alive. And modern and legacy players, I don't think like when I play Mogus because no. it's just weird and different, and it. It's sort of restricting, but isn't. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, you get more people crossing over when they're like, ah, this is fun and interesting and weird. But if you want cutthroat competitive, it doesn't always translate into command. I've actually no. found there's been a lot more of a, a shift in format. Like the numbers of our tournaments anyway, and our commander groups have shifted up in the last few years with, I think, my theory has always been that the commanders have become more efficient. And we talked about this, about like, right. Commander 2019. Uh, they've just become more efficient and sort of do more things. Like, old commanders kind of did one thing. Like, if you bought Legends before Commander was a thing, right? Uh, they kind of just were either big or had a trigger for their creature or some type of travel effect, but new ones like Chilane or Korvald have a lot more well, maneuverability it's and utility the one to them. specifically made to build a deck around, yeah. not... yeah. Lord of Tressorhorn. Yeah, yeah. Like, Something that hey, just it's drops. a big creature you can sort of cheat out. You're like, well, what does it do as a commander? Well, it's... <laughs> it, it's a 10-4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And EDH, I think, really kind of, like, took over, like, from most, like, the casual scene. Like, I don't really know anybody now who plays, like, Kitchen Table Magic. They're going to make a 60-card deck kind of thing. And no. Like, play, like, a standard-esque deck or, like, 
you know, whatever you want to call it. No, most people now have just migrated to Commander because it's a lot of fun most of the time, right? It's something that anybody can sit down. You can go to a local card store and probably find a game. Right? Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. don't really have to come up with like house rules. You're just like, we'll just play the Commander rules. There's a ban list. It seems to make sense. Exactly. And then just go to town instead yeah, of yeah. being like, well, we're going to play and just, you know, don't try not to. You know, the one make your deck like a modern deck because we're just playing it at the kitchen table. Here. Yeah. The one thing yeah. that does happen more in the random commander anyway, like when I went to New Brunswick, for example, you, know, right. you sit down at the table and I don't know anyone there. And unlike other formats where, you know, what are you playing? I'm playing whatever. I don't know things in other formats, to be honest. Like, I'm playing X. I'm playing Dredge. Dredge. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'll know exactly where my deck will match against yours. Right. Yeah. But in commander, if I'm like, who's your commander? And they're like, uh, Bartle Runax. You're like, I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> I don't know what power level. Who is that? Your yeah, deck yeah. is Some that. Some of them you, yeah. we know. Right? Uh, we talked about like the partner commanders. That there's certain partners that yeah, you yeah. see drop. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm in trouble. Or someone drops Kirik. But then there's a lot that you're like, you know, Cranko. You're like, I know what I'm up against. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of they're like. But there's eh, a big spread in say Cranko from being like a casual Cranko deck to just a straight like Porphyros. You're fucking done, Cranko. Sure. Like yeah, I'm gonna right. go infinite on turn four. Yeah. Things like that right but like yeah if someone sits down and it's like who's your general urza it's like well you're there's only one way to play that like yeah yeah. unless you built it wrong but there's such a spread in what you like in a new play group uh which you don't find in other formats because if you tell me what your deck is chances are it's built relatively the same as the other decks if you say dredge or you know yeah you you tune it to the meta slightly or your own personal choices if there's a choice to be made you know i figure and you can probably it's probably like 85 percent what most people are playing oh absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. um playing like particularly like standard or anything like that you just know basically even with with the first couple of lands it's like okay so this is most likely this deck right yeah right percent of the time like the first play you know the first card to hit the field exactly yeah yeah which unfortunately you just can't do in commander because you'll see people build decks in all sorts of fucked up ways. I do well, it on you purpose. Were, you were playing mono blue nickel bolus. I was. Just for fun. <laughs> just because it, I found it intriguing when people uh, when people were like, what are you playing? Why are you land flooded? Yeah. Man, all I'm getting is these islands. This deck isn't really doing what it's supposed to. And it's like, shut up, Brian. <laughs> Half of us know it's a mono blue deck. <laughs> when I was kind of thinking about this too, I thought it was kind of, I always put like EDH as being kind of a casual format. And, um, you know, the other formats being much more competitive in that way. But I found it, I find the competitive EDH people to be very odd. Because, like, to me, the big draw of, of EDH is creative, use old cards, yeah. have a whole bunch of, like, janky interactions, all yeah. those kind of things. And, you know, you don't have just a stock list that you went on the net and got, right? So when I see somebody who sits down with, like a like, a crazy combo deck or they're playing, you know all these high-end cards and really have optimized it and really want to play that way. Like, they're not really playing the politics of the table. They're just right. sitting down, playing their own deck. Yeah. And they're like, pastor, pastor, and like, you know, <laughs> kind of thing like that. Yeah, like, they're playing ad nauseum. I just don't understand. Command. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what that mentality is. What drew yeah. them to that instead what, of a format where that's the typical part? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why are you doing that rather than playing, you know, Legacy or... I think we just call them tryhards because we just yeah. give up. We tend to, yeah. 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 The th- and the it's, thing about those guys is a lot of times you'll sit down at a table and I know they talk about the optimization and how CDH decks are a lot better and whatnot. They'll die. They'll pretty much always, unless they can well, wean off out, their go, they're the out, first ones dead. They'll get yeah. out-politicked by everyone. Yeah. That's the problem. And once people know you're The playing. other three players will clue in, and as long as they've got a somewhat competent deck, they'll yeah. all turn against yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. like if you sit down with, you know, Tazri Food Chain, 
As long as you don't hit into that before I can kill you, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the other three player, the other two I, players I think don't the mentality is, is, yeah, like the people who are in EDH for sort of fun want the create. That's mine is like, I just, I want to build something different. Not mm-hmm. like, I just build the same deck as the other 20 people in the room. <laughs> um, yeah. But some people, I think, just come to EDH with just like, I want to play all the most powerful cards. And legacy is the closest I can get. Yeah. But here I can play like literally like almost all of them. Um, but then it is hard to figure out because if you're gonna go that route, I was thinking like, well, EDH is cheaper than legacy, but not if you're going. What's all the most powerful cards? They're yeah. gonna be pretty close. So, what's the point in having a hundred card deck that can only be tuned so well because it's singleton versus actually just playing legacy? Maybe yeah. They like multi- or vintage. Absolutely. Vintage, yeah, just I play mean, vintage, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you're dumping, if it's you're dumping a hundred cards worth of judge foils and promos and, and all the money cards, why not just remove forty of them and just run sixty vintage? <laughs> yeah, and it can't be really. I can't even imagine how fun that would be though, because you lose out on the political you do. part of it, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you're playing like a super tuned deck and then everybody else is going to like turn on you, which is going to be the you know it's going to happen <laughs> yes. pretty well. Yeah. How much fun are you having? And then people get salty and start talking like, "Why are you attacking me?" Well, it's because you're playing with twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, turn four and you have three thousand dollars on yeah. the table. Like I don't yeah. know what Someone to tell you. Someone drops yeah, a dual exactly. land. I'm yeah. usually like, "Well." I got to swing somewhere. I'm going to pick the dual land <laughs> yeah. just because that guy played one of our, land. one of the, I mean, <laughs> around this table, one of the fun, one of the things you regularly will see anyway, at like the home games is you're like, who's got the most expensive land out if you have land destruction. Oh yeah. You're just yeah. like, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's the best land. It's like, who's got the duel? I'll blow up your duel. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Because it's just fun. Ravenous baboons is like a 25 cent card. And if you can blow up an underground sea, it just feels it good. It feels great. Yeah. It's like, ETPs <laughs> destroy a non-basic land. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> put that $1,200 in your grave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, I, yeah, I feel the same way about it. Like, I feel like one of the reasons that I do like Commander and that I do build the decks that I do and sort of bend into them is one, I do I do appreciate winning a game. I can't mm-hmm. deny that yeah. it's fun to win. Yep. It's fun to 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 have a good game, whether I win or not. Sure. Uh but another thing I like to do is just cast a spell where someone at the table is like, what the hell is that spell? Oh, yeah. it's the best. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such like, a good feeling. The right? best is when you play a card that like no one's ever seen before. And when people read it, they're like, oh, yeah, that's so good for your deck. But finding that card is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And I love it. Like, even some of the old, like, really good cards, people just don't see them sometimes, yeah. right? And don't have any appreciation for it. No, obviously, we played through Type 2 way back in the day. So exactly, yeah. Are, you know. A lot of my memories are around the sort of those those combos that we built where it was like you know 17 card combos that mm-hmm. you know you played your 60 card deck and you played for four hours because you're just like trying you know eight people at the table essentially it was commander before commander was a yeah, thing absolutely we all just sort of you're playing, playing kitchen multiplayer table, kitchen table yeah. uh and you know i try to like frame it around that where you're just like man what can i do that will just jank out everything like yeah you know, i like that uh, my sort of kitchen table guy had uh I forget the mirror card where you could like sack it and search for like any number of artifacts and get that many mirrors. If you just like exile from your deck, oh, he just yeah. played like a three, like a three hundred card. I <laughs> <laughs> just it was like he'd play like the one where if you have two hundred cards, you win, and he had that, and just occasionally he'd hit it and be like, yeah. I don't know, like here's a hundred, I have a hundred one ones now. <laughs> yeah, and you're like that's yeah. kind of funny, like it's not competitive, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> the first, the first Magic tournament I ever participated in, I think I was. I was in high school, so I must have been about 16, and I built a like a 220-card goblin deck. Mm-hmm. Unsleeved, 
mono red, like, and it ran every goblin and just four of every single goblin that was in the format at that <laughs> yeah, point. And so I show up at this tournament and I sit down across from a player who we actually, who we actually, I actually still see around town and he, he pulls out this 60 card, you know, green, white, just shit stomps me out of the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then he made this snide remark about like, that's how you build a magic deck. And so fast forward to the end of the tournament, uh, I, I finished one and three. And the only guy I beat was the guy who eventually won the tournament, and he was playing a Spirit of the Night combo. Mm, okay, sweet. Yeah. And so at yeah. the end of the it's tournament, you don't see much of no, no. I love the card. Though. He was yeah. talking about the fact he's like, man, like this was a really fun tournament. He's talking to a bunch of us. He's like, the only game I lost it was to that crazy goblin deck. Where is that guy? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, right here. He's like, man, like you had just giant stack of cards. I just couldn't handle the goblins. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, everywhere. I feel like that's a sign that you ended up in EDH, though, is because you sort of played it for fun to begin with. Yeah, I never. I mean, I worked at a card shop, and I I played a lot of cards, and I loved the idea of these really powerful combos i just didn't like doing it yeah and it's kind of flowed over into edh with me where i built shitty things like solemnity decree of silence kind of stuff and you just you just hate yourself for doing it right azorius pretty much makes me hate myself is what i'm getting at yeah. that's fair so aaron what's your favorite format then and i guess why um i kind of still lean towards standard even though it's gone through a lot of bad years in the last right five-ish years sort of seemed like ravnica fixed things a bit yeah I, ravnica was actually very good and i mean i think i think it's getting better but obviously the play test group they have is not necessarily the best at the moment. <laughs> right. um, it seems like every every year there's something being banned, and it was never like this, even way back in the old Urza Saga days. Mm, right? There was yeah, not right. that many bannings, not that many cards that, while well, they're all good, there was nothing that was just totally broken outside of the norm. Yeah, right? Yeah, because they banned like three cards like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the first time I remember seeing that start to happen was like, and I guess I didn't pay attention, it probably happened before, but I remember like Kaladesh era had like a lot of standard being pushed out of it like the whole block there was yeah. just like every time they dropped a set it seemed they banned two or three cards that seemed to be eventually. when it was out of the worst like the yeah uh, the eldrazi hadn't cycled out and then yeah. energy was a problem and it was like they were floundering and part and of that's where too, i heard everyone was complaining about standard well and form. part of it really is when wizards said they were going to like change how the rotation happens it wasn't going to be every yeah. two years so yeah like one of those sets was never meant to be with the other set yes so you weren't supposed to have lulamog and emrakul along with energy and marvel right in marvel yeah that was the so, card i was trying to think of it yeah the one I mean, card. Without yeah. those two big cards, like Marvel is not really anything that you would even consider banning, probably, <laughs> right? Because right? you had no big payoffs at all, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But the Kaladesh block, I think, really hurt a lot of people. A lot of people that I know, like locally, have just never played really since then. Because it was literally one or two totally degenerate decks. None of them were fun, right? And it just drove people out of the game. Which is right. funny because Kaladesh was actually like I feel was like a low point commander too. There wasn't a lot of good commanders well, was, that came out of that block. No, and the problem was there was a lot of energy, and it was a sort yeah. of thing where like two sets can't can't fill a, uh, a commander uh, deck. You can't fill an eternal so, format with two sets. So yeah. you know? like there's there's not a whole lot that came out of that. It was a weird block because they had, and I, I almost wonder if they made masterpieces and invocations because they knew that the sets were gonna like bomb a little. Amaket was good though. Amaket was fine. Well, the gods were good for commander, and there was, sure. There was, I, How many do you see play now? Quiet. Ronus is <laughs> Ronus is a pioneer. Ronus is a monster. I will say, Ronus is a monster. Um, uh, 
But I, I, kind of, I, I kind of feel like for like the standard issue though is if you're not playing standard, you're not really playing Magic because it's the, it's the flagship. Oh, there's a there's a there's it, a it's, bold it's the, it's the flagship. Right I know it's I know it's bold. I'm what just if I play MGG that. Arena like once every three weeks? Uh, I forget to play. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not high on the arena people either. But <laughs> I was playing, and then when Throne came out and things rotated, yeah. I just haven't played to rebuild the card base. And now like yeah, everyone yeah. else has, so clearly just like like. I gotta wait for the next set, I think. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have a deck that can do anything because I just blanked out and it's, didn't play. It's just like that's, a, that's where I think the competitive focus really, like, yeah. Magic is supposed to be, I think, a competitive game at its heart. And that's why I really like the, that format so much, just because it, it does rotate, right. things do change a lot, and you have to actually adapt. Now, of yes. course, they've made a lot of play or design errors, which would cause it to really be degenerate and not very fun sometimes. But, and I mean, like, I love EDH and things like that. But could I only be an EDH player? I don't think I really could. Cause no, you'd miss. Yeah, I think I missed the competitive part of it. To be fair, That's uh, fair. that no, 100%. Like, I don't really consider myself like a Magic player because I only play one format. But if I only played Standard, I'd probably feel the same way because, you know, I think you want to try to experience all of Magic. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because someone would be like, "You only play standard." Well, you you only play like two years worth of cards. Magic yeah. has twenty six years. How can yeah. you be a yeah, Magic yeah. player? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, I don't play one v one ever. Like one v one commander is probably the most boring one v one in existence. Yeah. There's but, no. As soon as someone gets going, it's like, well, it's like you said, sort of the Kamigawa thing before we started the whole. If you miss a land drop, you're done. If you don't get the ramp out in 1v1, you're probably done. Like, <laughs> there's yeah, almost yeah. no way you're coming back. My, my issues with standards have always been like, like I like to draft. That's mm -hmm. about as close as I get. My problem with standard is I feel like there's so much you have to do between dodging like a ban list that I feel like if you pay a bunch of money and build a deck and then it gets banned, like what a waste of time. So yeah. there's like, you, in my head, it'd be like, don't play the best deck. But the other part is just trying to navigate sort of all the price spikes that occur. Yeah. Because standard's always in flux. The, the advantage of the EDH was that, like, a card could be super expensive because of standard, but when the next set drops, the deck might be irrelevant, and you pick up the card for $2 instead of $25. Yeah. Um, so that's always been my hardest part getting into standard was I... If I played, it would be like, I want to play budget standard because I don't want to have to shill out for a card that I know in six months' time, yeah. though it's 30 bucks now, might be three. And and the problem with <laughs> standard, too, is that once a card rotates, if it's not like an EDH playable card, yeah. if it yeah. was 40 bucks, now it's not going to be worth, well, uh, you know, it's going to yeah, be essentially, pioneer right? might if it's not a, that yeah, slightly, that's very true. but that's always been a thought, is like, you know, if you buy the old cards in EDH, they'll keep their value, right? Like, yeah. the memory jar isn't going to suddenly just tank. Exactly. So um, the library is always going to be, you know, yeah. in fact, those cards always go up. I yeah, mean, even when they released so like a Commander's one. Arsenal or a Judge promo of, say, Rhystic Study, that didn't drop the value. Yeah. In fact, Rhystic Study is worth more now than it's ever so been. So you ever change yeah. your deck or whatever, yeah. you've still got the value. But standard, uh, always the worry is you'll you'll pump $200 into a deck and then discover it's worth $20. Yeah. And I guess you get all the play out of it, but it, it, it's a, the market is, I, I always felt, a little harder to navigate. Yeah, it's odd, though, too, because like, EDH obviously does like drive prices quite a bit. So, like, say for in Modern, for instance... If you wanted to play Damnation, good luck, right? Yeah. Because Damnation is just one of those cards that's going to be in a lot of EDH. A lot of collectors yeah. have it. Yeah. You can't really just buy that card. It's not necessarily a good card for Modern, but you can't 
really adapt. You can't playset it. You know, that's, right. yeah, it's two hundred and fifty bucks <laughs> worth of cards for a playset, or two hundred. I guess yeah. what are they now? Forty five. I think they're about forty five. Yeah. 50 so I think there's always contention between the two sides because, like, you know, standard players and modern oh, players right, yeah. play the filthy you just casuals, play the- <laughs> <laughs> right? For all these price spikes, um, and, we, and- we blame the modern trash for all of our price spikes, right? Because yeah, they need yeah. four of them. Yeah. So yeah. things like lands, for example, like you know. Shocklands and shit like that. When they get reprinted, we're just like, fuck, man. yeah, and like, you know, buy them all right now because as soon as they go to format, they're gonna be twenty bucks again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But the problem is that's what everyone does. So they immediately that's what I mean. go back up to twenty bucks yeah. within like yeah. a month. But then, like he said, you know, you'll see some, you'll see some EDH only player <laughs> buying like eight of each Shockland. The modern guy behind him needs those Shocklands, right? They're just <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? What's yeah. this guy doing? And you're yeah. like, oh, sorry, man. Like, I gotta do it because you're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is, I don't know, EDH for me is just super cool because of the idea of, like, we beat around here a bunch, is just the idea of playing all the fucked up cards from back in the day. Yeah. You know, like, the fact that I could legally play a card called Jihad was awesome. Like, in my mind, like, that's just a fucked up thing to drop onto a battlefield in Magic. Yeah. Yeah. You will never see that, it's not even, it's not good at all. It's not good in the least. (laughs) Uh, like, there's no good quality about that card, but... You you'll never see a card one with that name and two with that weird interaction. Yeah. Like those old cards will never see the light of day again, and not just because they're reserved. They're reserved because they're fucked up. Like they're not gonna. Yeah, the rules are, are broken. I was, I was playing someone's deck and I had Angel's Trumpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So long to figure out what the hell is this card <laughs> yeah. trying to say? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so strange. Like you're never gonna see these cards again, and even <laughs> ones like the really expensive ones, like Guy's Cradle and stuff like that. Like, you know. I still argue with the fact that Tolak probably shouldn't be banned if you're keeping guys cradle in the format, but whatever, that's a whole other show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those cards, Sarah Sanctum, Cabal Coffers, things like that, like those will never see the light of day. Like They'll never come back into a format that's no. not eternal. No, yeah. and that's sort of that's I think why Magic's trying to skip it a bit, is because yeah. they're trying to not well, they're doing a bad job because of <laughs> Eldraine right now. But it it sort of felt like they were trying not to put giant bombs that mess it up standard just to cycle them into other formats. Yeah. Um Oko sort of was a <laughs> oops. On yeah, that I don't one. understand how Oko but, slid uh, through the cracks. Like, but that's a prime example of what you're yeah. saying about like playtesting just not being where it should that's be. Exactly right now. it. Yeah, like way back even with Reflector Mage, like this is when they said they were gonna correct everything. So Reflector Mage should have never been made. Yeah. Uh because they thought, well, it just wasn't powerful enough. And it's like, well, it's a mana war that makes them not play their creature. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> it's right? a very like, good card. You know, and I, I can understand that those things can maybe squeak by, although I hope they would test things more. Yeah. But like every standard format, like Oko is, I know they wanted to be a premier card, but yeah. card is just. Someone told me there's some conspiracy that they pump, they put like giant like value cards so people will buy packs. And yeah. then just assume, and they just like, no, like willingly know that it's probably just going to have to be banned. But it's, there's no way you can convince me spell, that that's packs. not the case when they have <laughs> the master sets and the forty dollar collector's packs. Like they put things in mm-hmm. without a care, or at least not a lot of care, into what they'll actually do to their formats. I I, I that, stand word, by that yeah. conspiracy theory. I feel that they they play test enough, and they just don't care. Their yeah. money right now is... Yeah, part of it is know, they're like, well, the meta will figure itself it out, apparently. But then they do yeah. seem to be pushing it to its limits of... And then they just ban. Yeah. So they just yeah. sort of blanket ban the cards that they put in the set to push the sales. Yeah. And then three months after the set's dropped and the set's sold out, they ban the cards that originally drove the set. Yeah. Like Oko. 
Yeah. You know, where it's like oh, that card, it's... like you would buy packs of cards for what wasn't, what was the other card that was in that? Uh, like another expensive card? Yeah. I don't know. Ember yeah, Cleave went up. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. Great so hinge. Yeah, these great. cards, like, they, they banned the two cards <laughs> yeah, that kind of drove. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They banned the two cards that kind of drove the format to even buying the cards. Like, right, the yeah. only reason but, to buy a pack is to pull an Oko, pretty much. But the only yeah. counter to that is that neither of those cards have gone down in price since being banned in standard, because I guess they're being used in Pioneer. Well, yeah. Things. I mean, it fell for a so, while. Like, Oko went from like 100 bucks down to 40 And then once people realized that it's still good in every other format, yeah, they right they back up buying to like 75 yeah. bucks, yeah. right? And, like, but maybe that's the influence of pioneer that you know maybe that's the balancing one is they'll be like well we'll print a powerful card and just ban it in standard and we don't really need to worry about the secondary market at all because pioneer will keep it together but i think if I they if they if you talk about like what aaron said earlier about the fact that standard is kind of what you play if you play magic sure you think they do the opposite and they ban it in pioneer or just create a card that's not going to break your your yeah, flagship yeah. format but yes, that's what you'd expect them you to know, do. Like, but yeah. then they're they're trying to slip them into other formats, I think, and that's the problem is to make a card that actually squeaks into legacy is difficult. So things like uh, Modern Horizons or the Commander sets are probably more where they should be focusing, but there yeah. seems to still be a driving standard. To I don't think you I don't think you yeah. break into legacy with new cards anymore, or especially like anything vintage. Like you're not. What's the last new card that got played in I'm heavily sure. in in vintage? I'm sure once upon a time. Uh, well, like vintage, show I have up. no idea. Oh, vintage, I have no idea. Like, like, uh, like Legacy, Red and Six. I mean, Red and Six. Got banned, yeah, that, right? yeah, yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> but I mean, that's just because that was just appalling. Like, <laughs> that was just like, awful. <laughs> who, who wants to sit down with it? Did you ever play against it? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lands is not. And you got utterly just. Again, in Legacy, sure. though, sort of like modern, I play like kind of like combo decks. That way, I don't, right. I can, don't really pay attention to what my opponent Sure, does. what's your Legacy deck? Uh, I played High Tide for a long time. Okay, right. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, I, I played Burn a bit just because it was funny to beat someone with a deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's worth like Burn's a tenth great. of what their deck was. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't really. Like, I'm going in here knowing that I probably won't win. Yeah. So my buyer's really low. So if I win, great. If I lose, eh, I kind of expected it, but yeah. it was good. Weren't you the bubble in a legacy tournament for a duel? Yeah, I came ninth. The cutoff was top eight, got a duel. Yeah. And I got really mad because I came oh. ninth with a burn deck. <laughs> like the second tournament I played. Was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I was so close. The duel would have been worth more than my entire deck. <laughs> so, uh, so Aaron, how do you, as a player who plays in the other formats, so like, I don't know what it's like to play in those formats anymore, but how do you, how does your mindset change how do you play the game different when you play EDH versus? It really feels like you're almost playing like two different games at a lot, lot of it for me, right? Like, um, so you don't really think of it like magic <clears throat> as much as. Yeah, like for me, like EDH, and one of the reasons why you know like, I came to the group and really have been enjoying it is just it's been absolutely like a blast. Like I don't <laughs> don't win that much. I think I win enough that keeps me coming back. But people are really nice. A lot of creative decks. I like being able to be creative. But it's completely different than standard. So, like for a standard tournament coming up, you know, on a weekend, like I'll play test a lot, yeah, um, right. right, and try to optimize and kind of like, okay, so this strategy, maybe this is actually a little bit better for what we have locally, right? Um, EDH, I don't really give it that much thought. I'm like, this is a cool old card. I really <laughs> yeah, like no, card. I, I like the yard on this card. I'm gonna play this. So you're like, right? yeah, your play yeah. test is show up and play at like our tournament. Yeah, and you're like, ah, it didn't work. I imagine it's kind of like, so say if you were like a professional sports player, like a professional baseball guy, like, yeah, you go out and you play baseball, 
but that doesn't stop you from going out in the field and playing with some kids or something like sure. that. Yeah, right? where, the, kind of where the kids you play against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't be the best example. a little charity work and get the exactly. little kids. Exactly. And just, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you see that? His guys, it's Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays with the big boys. Sort of, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, there's uh, there's a handful of you now who play from the other formats in the last little while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had we've had a couple. I don't want to mention any names for for quite a while now. Yeah. But then, just in recent, you know, six months or so, there's been an influx of standard and modern players sort of showing up and playing once in a while and and dabbling in. And it's yeah. weird because I kind of expected way worse decks. Like, I mean, way more powerful meta coming well, from some of these people. Yeah, because they play in formats where you can't fuck around. Yeah. But right. what I've noticed is sort of uh, you get you get the the crowds of people who either like what do you mean you can't go infinite and they yeah. just like they just blow us off and we're like well you're one of one person versus like twenty five yeah. who like this idea um, so you know who cares because you can't do it and then there's the people who are like they play like once with a sort of degenerate general they kind of get turned on they see that we're all playing like something weird and fun and creative and then they'll sort of the people who stay are like oh i should build something stupid and weird like you guys have yeah yeah well you have the opportunity to in a play group like you know you first off you feel the meta of your own play group like all of us there's about eight or nine of us who play regularly i'd say like at my place your place wherever sure then the shop has group, like 20 shop has like 25 26 yeah. And they, you know, so you kind of feel from where the level and like our level, I would say in, in Halifax, the EDH level is probably somewhere in like a six and a half, seven range of the 10. Good thing. Yeah. Just, We've already, I think that's the first, oh, I, said, okay. I said it twice. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, plus episode five. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Hold on. No one will know. Yes. Apparently we, we've, after all our jokes about where, we're where at, we were, it yeah. turns out we outed yeah. ourselves on the fifth episode, but yeah, like it's the first one I noticed we've just dropped where we live. It's, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's, you know, this the city itself and the format and the, the styles around here tend to be in, like, a fairly competitive, but not, yeah. o- like, overarching. Like, no one's dropping, like, the top e- EDH commanders and just rolling no. right. And I'm kind of not surprised by people who are standard players coming in and then, like, building those fun decks. Because magic, when it comes down to it, is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And a lot of times, standard and definitely not modern, they are not <laughs> that fun all the time, right? Like, so... Once you get back, like you started Magic because it was fun, like you played yeah. at high school or with yeah. friends and stuff like that, and just played janky cards, uh, it takes you back. Right? It does, So, yeah. like, if you actually really like the game, like, people will come play EDH because I think that's, you know, if you like it, that's, that's the fun so, part. So I believe the, the ruling there it is, is if true. you like Magic, you play EDH. But if you actually play Magic, you don't play EDH. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. Somewhere in there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you like playing... <laughs> A game, you play EDH. Sure. If you like magic, you fucking play standard. That's <laughs> yeah, what he's yeah, getting yeah, at, right? Yeah, yeah, if cool. you want to sit around at your table and play a game, kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. it's funny though, because I could I could say that like Commander, more than any other format, has has helped me uh hone my rules. You know, like yeah, there's so many more rule interactions. And yes. I don't play I don't play vintage and I don't really play legacy. So I don't know if they probably have some combinations in there that are ridiculous for timing, but EDH, you can see pretty much everything. Yeah. At yeah. some point, someone's playing something well, that you need to do things. this for. You know, the old formats, you should technically see the the interactions quite a few times. Yeah. Well, yeah. you do and you don't because, like in modern, for example, like 
there's only so many decks. Well, that's what I mean. Right. So any weird rule thing should come up fairly quickly. And yeah, immediately be ironed In it. EDH, when you're playing all these weird cards, sometimes you'll be like, I have never considered these two cards. Judge, how does banding work? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Excuse yeah. me, what? <laughs> but it's good, though. Like That's the thing, too. Like That's why I always say people, like if they want to play Magic, they should start with like drafting. So those draft interactions are great, too, because you're playing with terrible cards <laughs> yes. right? yeah. Draft yeah. Decks, yeah. and you learn how to play terrible cards you do right? yeah and then you know you get to q and you get to edh and you can still play some terrible, still cards, terrible cards and you know how terrible cards interact i always so, sort yeah. of feel like in, in sort of our, our play group at the store there, there's some people who are playing like good commanders and really trying and a lot of us are sort of playing like we're playing bad cards really well but we're still playing yeah. like bad yeah. decks we're just trying to do it better yeah like, like, but I think that's again, and I I feel that Aaron kind of talked about it too. That's kind of like the draw of it is the janky, yeah. weird interactions that you can form in your deck purposely. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, and we've talked about it before. There's a little bit of give in EDH compared to other the formats. The multiplayer where, allows you a bit of wiggle room. Yeah, so if you have a bad start yeah. or you're not getting what you need, you know, people either ignore you or feel bad for you or just don't interact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of my rule at the table is. If you had a bad draw and I can see you're obviously on like two land and nothing in hand, I'm not going to attack you till you interact with us. Yeah. Right. If I play a spell and you're on two land and you counter it, well, now you're in the game. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. you're, yeah. you've officially made the statement that you want to play magic. <laughs> yes. But until you're ready, if you're at an obvious disadvantage, I'm at nine man and you're at four, yeah. I, you're going to get left alone unless I need to poke, you know, like to trigger yeah. something. But, and you can allow that in commander because. It's multiplayer, yeah, and you can have the wiggle room to sort of make your own decisions. That leads to people making bad decisions, though. Yeah, so that's sort of so. Aaron, when you started playing EDH from the other formats, did you find the politics or other people's play styles was difficult to sort of mitigate? So um, the one on one, where again you're land screwed, you're just out. But in EDH, you're land screwed, and you can still figure out a way back into the game. Yeah, I, and well, for me, because like. I, I think it more has to do with, like, just how long I've been playing the game. Because right. way back then, like, we played multiplayer games all the time yeah. with, like, standard decks sure, and, yeah, you yeah. know, putting in a whole bunch of jank from 1.5 and stuff like that. So, for me, the politics has always been, like, any multiplayer game. I play a lot of board games, too. Right. Which is all yeah. politics. Yes. Monopoly is a lot of politics. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of... <laughs> Monopoly is a lot of politics. Great game, by the way. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, like, I, oh. I understand how a, lot, <laughs> how a lot of, like, uh, like if you're moving over from standard into that, you don't really normally interact with your opponent. And if you do, you don't interact in a normally a nice way. Yeah. Right? Yes. So well, That's why I said that I find yeah. that that's sometimes where people have problems is because they're just like they don't quite know how to politic and then they get frustrated because yeah. people aren't thinking as optimized as you are because the interactions are kind of strange so people will just make mistakes and yeah. you just have to accept it but that seems to be tough for people to come just, over it is and i think also what's what's tough is sometimes a slowness sure oh, yeah, yeah. Do the right. way through three turns yeah. because yeah. everybody's so used to that you know 45 minute clock or 50 minute round you're like right? draw fast, some people right? are slow there too obviously and for different reasons <laughs> you're playing ad nauseum <laughs> but yeah yeah but i mean like uh some people do kind of drag out turns and things like that but in in edh and i still i get frustrated once in a while myself it's like so i've had a turn and now I'm going to count, oh, look at my watch, and I have 20 minutes until my next turn. Right. right? Yeah. It just yeah. feels odd sometimes. There's a right? there's a weird... Yes, that's true. There's a weird sort of point in some EDH games where you know that, like, you could walk away from the table. Yes. Like, yeah. 
things are happening and you're like, <laughs> there's three turns left and everyone's kind of made it to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be here. Yeah, like, I actually yeah. did the other night. When, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, yeah, you when did. City of Solitude came down. Yeah, you uh, walked away. I'm like, okay, well, here's my thing and I'm going to go use the mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I come back and we're all dead. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was funny. He's just like, yeah, and then he just walks away. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it turns out City of Solitude stops you from activating mana. Mm-hmm. Oh, all other, activated abilities. Turns? Yeah, that it? yeah you can't even float mana, so you're kind of screwed. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. but the uh, the yeah. So I guess more specifically to what Evan was talking about, though, what I want to know is how you deal with the frustration of uh, bad plays. So, like we said, like one v one, a bad play will only hurt your opponent that you're playing. Yeah, if he makes a bad play, he's fucked. Yeah, yeah. You're sitting at a table with us two and another random person. That random person cross and grips your soul ring instead of my Alhamrit archive. How? <laughs> where do you? Where do you? How do you deal with that? I uh, like for me, it's it's not really that big a deal because even in standard and competitive formats, people are terrible at this game. <laughs> they like, are. They are. You can but, you can watch, sit watch, sit and just watch anybody play in the table, and it's like, oh my god. But in a one v one situation, for yes. the most part, a bad play will only hurt yourself. Yeah, you know. Uh, normally, like for me, I just try to like educate a little bit. You know, it's like you know, you you could destroy my soul ring, but you know that card over there is gaining him fifteen life, and he's drawing fifteen cards. Yeah, a turn. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a little bit of a difference here. Um, yeah, because I have noticed at times with with the with the players who came to us from the other formats that there is like a moment of almost rage. Oh yes, oh, yeah. Like, so I said they get like, yeah, like there's yeah. like a build up, and then they're just like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" Exactly. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." There's an explosive moment. Right? Why'd you kill my tutu when that ten ten is over there? <laughs> That's like the, a trample. Yeah, yeah, the guys just didn't notice it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, didn't, yeah. he's not swinging at me. That's yeah, the best. Exactly. <laughs> That's my yeah. favorite yeah. line ever from someone. <laughs> yeah, is, it is. is well, it's not coming my way. Eventually, it will come your way, and you just yeah. use a removal to get rid of it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have anybody to deal with your tutu pinger, but the ten ten trample, <laughs> I can deal with that. Like, yeah, like oh. I'll just chump it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so. I that was one of the things that I have always kind of noticed was uh was that for the first few games of a lot of not everyone like you yeah. and then there's another guy that I don't I don't we don't mention names unless they're here yeah uh but they you know there's a few that keep it tight and sort of keep it control but then sometimes you'll see people just blow their lid yeah. Like, yeah yeah and it's like you're not used to this kind of thing are you like yeah. just terrible plays by someone yeah and sometimes it's people learning sometimes people who never learn you know yeah. Some people just don't read their cards. We have a guy that plays with us who will regularly never read his own cards. Yeah, you have to know what they do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He built a Greven deck, and every single card in it, he didn't know what it did. And I was like, why are you playing this yeah. if you don't know what it does? Because <laughs> the internet said to play it. Well, I suppose. <laughs> and for me, too, like I mean, I kind of like when those plays happen, like those weird one-of, like, I'm going to destroy the soul ring kind of thing. Just because I also like, you know, talking to people and kind of like, I feel like educating people sure, about yeah. like, you know, how yeah. to like tighten up play a little bit. It's, yeah. like, it's not, it's no big deal to me, like whatever you want to destroy, but you may want to do this in the future kind of thing. Right? It opens like, up a whole new world. Explain. Like each player added into a game opens up another whole world of possibilities on what you should target, right? Like I don't like to use removal until three or four turns in. Yeah, like someone drops something, and even if I can kill it, it's like I probably shouldn't kill that until I see how the board's about to shake out. Like, yeah, uh, and something bigger always gets played right after. The yeah, immediately yeah. it's like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort some plowshares. Your, your three, three, and then immediately someone drops like an Eldrazi, and you're like, I thought yeah. should have <laughs> saved the swords, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's uh, 
it's I prefer people to like talk it out at a table anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I said, some of my best plays are from just talking through a situation with people. Yeah. Yeah. Before they do something foolish. Yeah. And then, you know, either moving it to my advantage or at least moving it away from it being a bad play. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. we've talked about the trick is to be like crochet and grip and then be like, what should I target? Like, don't, yeah. don't immediately <laughs> declare it. Yeah. Let's yeah. pull the board. If you're not really, if you're new and you're not really sure what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then we've also talked about that everyone will give you the answer that helps them. But that's you why can I still figure that that's out. That's why one of my theories is to kind of lay out, and we said this in our earlier episode, is to kind of lay out what every card does. For each player, including yourself. Yeah. So, like, if my if smothering tides is out, that's you know, and they're like, I'm gonna blow smothering tides. I'm not gonna argue that there's a worse sure. target because that's legitimately the worst target. <laughs> like, you're you're doing the best thing there. Yeah. Unless yeah. there's something that's comboing someone, smothering tides is probably the worst card in the game. But, uh, you know, if I have like a staff of, you know, domination, domination, staff of domination, sure. no, no, the <laughs> pinger. What's that? Uh, okay, staff and nim. Yeah, staff and nim. Yeah. And they're thinking about cross and gripping it. Maybe we'll walk through all the targets that they <laughs> yeah, have, right? Yeah, yeah. And be like, well, this does help me, but this helps him, and that's yeah. like a bit of ramp, and yeah. see, you know, yeah, because yeah. sometimes people just ignore what they don't, you know, if you have a bunch of mana back here, a bunch of artifact rocks, well, or... Well, sometimes yeah. there's just so much on the board that you yeah. just miss stuff, or you're well, like, like, I don't really know what that thing's doing, but it hasn't affected me yet, so it's probably no big yeah. deal. Like, your Loro deck is fairly enchantment heavy. And it's like it's tough sometimes to look over there if you're a new player and think, what enchantment do I need to get rid of? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and I've built decks like that too, where it's like, you know, you have ten enchantments on the board and they're like, I can blow up one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what's the target? What's you know? the offender? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was a great that was a great chat. I think I, we should move into the I had one more thing to ask though. Okay. Sure. Aaron, what's your favorite uh commander deck you currently are playing? I think my favorite commander deck is probably Aloro. Yeah. Uh, I really like just black-white life gain. I like the idea of life as a resource. Yeah, because yeah. that's the important um, thing, is you're not playing blue in your Loro deck. Exactly, no, no blue at all. You're just playing yeah. gain the life and then exploit it. Right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And for me, that's just kind of a fun... I mean, I, I even though like in competitive magic, obviously those things are kind of broken when you have a different resource, right? Yes. But an EDH is not, not as glaring, but it's a lot of fun to do... Like random things that way, like you know, a uh, bolus. I would argue that a bolus citadel is definitely glaring. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is that's true. Uh, if yeah, you're yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're gaining a lot of life and then you're just playing the top of your deck constantly, that's a little troubling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, that's kind of my favorite right now because I'm still kind of like tinkering with it and toying with it. And, no. you I know. think you should put Vona in there. Yeah, Vona was originally. In oh, that, was she in that list? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I uh, you cut her. Cut her. It's only yeah. a sorcery speed to have a problem with it. Yeah. But it would be a terribly broken card if it wasn't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually play that card in standard. God Pharaoh's gift for a while. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right, so we'll move on to uh, what What do we want to do first? Let's so, do, you know what? So we built a little list here. And one okay. of the things that we do, and I think you've listened to our cast before, yeah. we do a fuck, marry, kill with each other. Yeah. Where, so we built a list for you. Okay. All right. So, uh, so it has a theme. Sure. I'm going to throw out the three generals. Okay. Uh, here we go. Ilarg the Raised Boar. Okay. The 6-6 uh, six, six Trample, I believe. When he attacks, you can play another creature attacking onto the battlefield from your hand. Yeah. Return it at the end of combat. Goreclaw, Terror of Qualsisma. The 4-3 Bear. <laughs> oh, 4-3 Bear? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, lowers the cost by two, two of creatures of yeah. power 4 greater. And gives, gives all creatures of power 4 greater the attack, plus 1 plus 1 to Trample, which yeah. includes itself. And then Arabo, the Roar of the World. Which is the Celestia Cat General. The Eminence one. 5-5, five, five, Eminence. Beginning of your turn, if it's in the command zone or on the battlefield, another target cat you control is plus 3, plus 3. 
And whenever you, another cat you control attacks, you can pay one, a green, and a white. It gets trample and plus X plus X where X is its power. Okay. So fuck, Mary, kill those three. Mm. So The who, animal who kingdom is here. Lion King has arrived. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like any of these. <laughs> um, I think that you probably kill the, the bear player. The Gorkla? Gorkla? Green, Gorkla? Yeah, just because green is so abusive in EDH. Like, because you have all the ramp, you're going to have a whole bunch of big guys. He's we don't know anyone who abuses cheaper. mono green in our no, playgroup. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the one you probably kill. And then I think you just, uh, like, fuck with uh, the cat deck. Uh, because, it, A, it's a cat deck, so it's probably not super aggressive. <laughs> probably not super good. Uh, I just think with that commander, is its eminence ability is really good for like, the is. first four turns. Yeah. And then it's not so good anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because then there's like other creatures in the battlefield. So I think you just kind of yeah. like, mess around with it. But when you have a 1-1 one, one on turn 1, that becomes a 4-4. Four, four. Like, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But... A couple turns later, that's going to be kind of irrelevant. And Ilharg, I'm definitely like uh, probably buddying up with because if they're playing Ilharg, it means they're mono red but playing big creatures, obviously for Ilharg. So they're not playing things like mana barbs and like all, all <laughs> yeah. this like low end. For you're you. not playing all the goblins. They're There's, not going to yeah. kill people right it's away. It's not going to swarm you, right? Yeah. So and mono red doesn't have a lot against you know certain things. So like if you're playing enchantment, you're playing artifacts. I mean, they have some destruction and disruption, but they can't really. And yeah, you have to worry so much about. It. If you're if you're playing not a creature heavy deck, then red is not. If you have any way to yeah. stop a creature, and if well, you can do something early to help them, yeah. and it's bad if they get be. like dragon yeah. tyrant. Yeah, but if you just can blow up Ilharg because it seems like well the problem is it's on the attack so that you have a little bit of like are you gonna attack me and they could just lie. Um, but you could just blow up their general, and as you're saying, they probably got big drop things they can't play yeah. once their general's off the board. So it's a little bit more fragile. Absolutely, and I mean, like like I say, you can kind of like politic and help them out in the early game, so that when the old card does come down, then that 2020 is going to go towards somebody else. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're saying mono red needs a little bit of help, and they'll make a they'll buddy up with you if you ask them to. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I feel anyone who plays, and as a mono red player myself, yes. Yeah. You, that's how it's like, you I'll throw know. you a bone, you're like, done. All right, yeah. we're friends. You take yeah. every, like, someone's like, tempt, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any of the tempts, I'll take it. doesn't matter which one it is. You yeah. tell me what it does, and I'll do it. Like, the, it mono red will take every bit of help it can, but that's, I feel, also because... At the end of the day, like a late game red deck that's established is a terrifying deck. Yes, uh, absolutely. It just getting there is the worst part <laughs> of the game because yeah. you have no ramp, no nothing. So if someone's like tempted discovery, I'm like, I'll take them all. Like I'll take all your right. Life. The problem is, yeah. what do you grab? A mountain. <laughs> I don't really care. Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter for red what you grab. Like who cares? I have a just, if I have, I have a, a bottom red deck it, right but... now that doesn't even have a non-basic land. Yeah, no, it. it's just like I don't know. I need mountains because it has like Cage Sun. Like you play Valka, it's like yeah, but like when I have the Cage Sun, I would have rather the mountains. So I'm just gonna play mountains. <laughs> I I think yeah. I run Kirkeep in my red decks, and that's about it. The right, cycle yeah. lands. Yeah, and but. Shipping it's just mountains. People are just like tempted discovery, and I'm like, I'll go get a basic. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's any little bit helps with red. You can have your nick those. And... Yeah, whatever. That's I can't stop you anyway. Yeah, you yeah, say yeah, with tempted right? discovery yeah. is that I'll look for something, and then if someone else 
says they will, my next target is way, uh, strip mine. Yeah. I guess if you go get a mountain, it'll be like, well, look, that's fine. You can keep your mountain. I'm not going to strip mine your mountain. <laughs> it's just evil. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is Strip mining base. Well, because then they go and get Gaia's Cradle or Nick, though. Yeah, so you're like, yeah. ah, I should probably, you know, I don't really want you to get it. I'm yeah. going to assume this is a four-drop Sylvan scrying. <laughs> so a lot of times for me, like, Tempt of Discovery is a weird card, oddly enough, from in my head, because... You obviously shouldn't take the tempt, but yeah. if they already have, if they're especially if they're mono green, they already have a cradle or Nikthos out. Yeah, sure. Well, they're producing enough mana anyway. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. need the fifty compared to the thirty? Yeah. No, you yeah. do what you're going to do anyway. Agreed. So, uh, so I think we've got it. The cat deck is still considered bad. I think we're still Portal okay with that. Good. Yeah. Mono red. Have fun with it. Have have a good time yeah. with that. <laughs> so we're gonna do a random commander. We'll sure. start with Aaron. So we're gonna, you're going to get a commander. Uh, we just give it to you, but then we all just end up talking about it, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Just, yeah, you sure. can read it off. So and we rate them on uh, how much hate you're going to get at the table, how much fun they'll be to play, okay. how much politics and how much offer. politics they offer. On a one to three right. scale. Sure. You can you go with halves. It's compared, you half. can say zero because yeah. we just break them all the all right. time. Sure. <laughs> Our rules aren't good. real rules. So you got God Eternal Bantu. Okay. The five six menace black zombie god. The reprocess one. When it enters the battlefield, sacrifice any number of other permanents. Draw that many cards. When it dies or is exiled from the battlefield, you may put it third from the top. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a commander. Would you, play, third from would the you top. play this commander? Um, probably not. <laughs> I don't think anyone <laughs> plays this commander he, unless you were literally, literally. He's a reprocess guy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you sack any number of permanents. Maybe draw if that you're doing when it comes out. something like that, but <laughs> I don't know if you can really even do that in mono black in any kind of efficient way. No, it's, right? it's really easy to put Gary in your graveyard when he's in play. Yeah, I, I don't think it's worthwhile. There's no, definitely just, way better ways to do that because you can't really. I mean, you can go reanimation strategy, I guess, but that doesn't seem good. So he is a zombie. <laughs> he is menace. Yeah, he's a zombie with menace, so he's tribal at least. He's a five-six yeah. menace, which is pretty good. Yeah, and unlike the other Bantu, you don't need shit to die for him to be useful. Because uh, yeah, the early true. Bantu just sat there like a bump on the log. Oh, I figured it out. Um, revel in riches, but don't try to win on it. Just sack all the treasure tokens when you cast Bantu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was all like, right, how can right. you... It's permanent, so the way to exploit it would be to have just garbage permanence you don't care about. Yeah, yeah. Is there you know, anything... Or you play uh, Grave Pact and sack all your creatures, right? Yeah. Like, you'd have to figure out... Breeding pool. And... Breeding pool. Sure, breeding uh, pool after yeah, a million like Endric Sar, I believe, when you cast a spell, you get that many thralls. Oh, the thrall yeah. one. That'd and be... then he'll enter the battlefield and kill them all. That's true. That's How about also combo. like some of the guys like um, like Lord of the Pit? <laughs> so you have yeah. a whole bunch of like terrible yeah. creatures and a whole bunch of big sacrifices. Oh man! <laughs> right, and then <laughs> and then when you're like, I need to get rid of Demon of Lazarac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I better just sack it. I found a Lord of the Pit whiteboarded the other day Ooh, in my collection. Sweet. I was pretty stoked for that one. Yeah, I wish is. people played that card more often. <laughs> I know. I wish people played it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one going. One it's one going one in a yard. It used to be such an yeah. iconic card. Oh yeah. I feel if you've played, if it's still iconic for for anyone over the age of like twenty. Sure, I was gonna yeah. say for us old people. Yeah, yes. but yeah, I mean, there's some cards that never stray off. That would be a funny deck if so, all those weird ones for fun. Sacrifice. How fun do you think this mono black general will be to play? You could probably actually have it be pretty fun as long as you don't go down the regular mono black. So I mean, if you do build like all the sacrifice, like breeding pools and all that kind of stuff, you're gonna probably have quite a bit of fun with it. Yep. Um, yeah. I feel like the only way to build it would be to build a fun deck. Yeah. There's no yeah. possible other route. So well, if he's you're playing just it, it's not good. Maxing the fun. Like yeah. if you don't use his power, he's just that. 
Yeah. He's just a five, five six, six menace. menace. Like, would you go Voltron? But I don't know why you would. There's better no. Voltron generals in black. Yenny. Yes. Who Mira. Is? No, he's haste. He is. Um, yeah. uh, so for fun, I, I I'd give him a one and a half, maybe a two. I give two because I'm gonna assume you're going to find a way to make it more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably say two as well. For hatred, how much hate do you think he's gonna draw? Oh, probably probably <laughs> tons until people realize what you're actually doing. <laughs> true, like, true. Mono, Mono Black is not well received. I find most. Of the it time. is not. I'd say like hate. You're probably gonna get two and a half until you reach turn like ten. Realize like what? What? <laughs> what are you even doing? Yeah, yeah, Why haven't you cast like, your general? Yeah, 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 yeah your hate's like, gonna be like one and a half because your only hate is because you're playing Mono Black. Yeah, okay. but I don't know if you get a whole lot of hate because I feel like they'd see. God, well, okay, if they see God Eternal Bo, uh, Bantu and they're like, okay, clearly you don't know what you're doing. Or they'll just think that you're playing good stuff and trying to hide it, it behind brings, a bad general. It brings out hate but, in me, though. Like, if I sat down and somebody's yeah. playing this card across from me, I'm like, all right, I don't I don't, I don't know what this guy's doing, but I don't like it. Like, to be that, fair, the first thought in my head when someone does play Mono Black is they're going for Gary or Expel. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going to try to kill us with Tormentor Gary, and that's always my thought when a Mono Black yeah. player sits down across from me. Uh, yeah. This general would not deter that in yeah. my mind. Like it's yeah. not like it aims itself well, towards the specific Well, that's my thought role. is because this is a weird one. You'd probably be like, I think still their win con is still exsanguinate. Yeah, um, they've just put a bad general to try to hide the fact that they're still just going to win that way. As yeah. a bonus, that you I wouldn't notice. run any of those in the deck. There'd be no exsanguinate. There'd be no torment, and there'd no. be no Gary. No. I just would I do it. Either. You know, all the normal yeah. black wing cons, I just leave them well, out for fun. Well, you'd have more fun, fun yeah. if people knew yeah. you didn't have them. If you're like, I don't play those cards, they might not believe you the first game. But when you don't win with them ever, they'll be like, oh, you can go do whatever you want because you're not playing some. And I'm not average. saying that people play Nevermore wrong. But Nevermore, Nevermore should never oh. be named on a general. It should be named on whatever card is yeah. about to Cyclotic Rift. Rift yeah. is like the name. Yeah. Yeah. And Black Rift. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Torment and Rift, but uh, so you might be able to draw out a couple cards like sure, that, defensive yeah. cards. Politics, it's mono black. Not. <laughs> yeah, mono black I, has politics. I don't know what you really do with it. No, it There's, doesn't interact with other players. It does I, not. The only politics you can really do is just because you're playing all these fun janky cards. Is just you know, kind of liven them up a little bit. Sure. You know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. True. You know, be be animated at the table. <laughs> and and yeah, help, but like, attack with some zero one spawns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, thralls are coming at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Bont, uh, God Eternal Bantu Thrall Tribal is that our pick? I I sure. would love. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in. I would love a Thrall deck. Like when Thrall, Her- when thrall. when our friend I almost said his name when our friend which isn't even real his real name <laughs> yeah uh, I think that one matters made a <laughs> made a Kobold Tribal deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it had every Kobold in it, and it was Secret General that it was Prosh. It was but Prosh. It was secretly the the Rakdos the Rakdos old general that hands Kobolds around the board whenever ah, you don't pay for them. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the best part about that general we found out when we read him is that it takes everyone's Kobolds. So if you are also producing kobold of Kirkie, of Kirkie, yeah. but there's no other kobold apart from the cards. Everything produces kobolds of Kirkie. Yeah, yeah. So if someone else is playing Prosh or someone has a Kirkie boat and they've produced a kobold or two, yeah. when that general moves, their kobolds will go with them. Yeah. They go right. on the march. They're just like, fuck you. So if you give away the general and then play awesome. Prosh and then the general goes, they get all the They know, get all the Prosh kind of funny. Um, All right, let's move on. To let's move on. One. Who's next? You, Evan? Uh, you. Sure, why not? Sure, you'll be next. Oh, Arabo. <laughs> How does uh, this happen? Arabo Roar the World, who we just had in our... We literally uh, just game. talked about it. Uh, who we basically decided was bad. So the four drops, Lesnar, as we said, 5-5. Five, five. Eminence gives... Uh, it's five drops. Five drops, sorry. 
Uh, the eminence ability basically gives giant growth to something that's uh, at the start of your combat, and then its other ability you mentioned, but I've already forgotten. It it's will double X. its power. It's pay three, three uh, and, uh, double its power right. and toughness. Or add, add plus X plus X for X is its right. power. So this was the Cat General no one played in the Cat General deck. People played yeah, it people and do play realized it. that like, Miri yeah. was way better. Uh, Miri's just more dangerous. <laughs> like This guy's not actually a danger. No, and as I said, it's it's dangerous like when you drop a 1-1 one, one, or a 2-2 two, two in the first yeah. couple turns. What's the, what's the, the lifelink uh, one-drop? Cat. Yeah, there's the cat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you drop that on turn one, you're gaining some life. But after turn five or six, once everyone's established a board presence, the three three isn't really that big. The doubling power is a little troubling. Yeah, but that's it. It doesn't. Oh, it does gain trample actually. So that's the thing is once it, it's got a late game one, but the eminence ability, unlike like Edgar, which is just great no matter when. This ability is only really good at the start. I would point out though that it's in the most degenerate EDH color. It is in green. Sure. Yes. Well, I think I think blue has, green standard has told us that green is the best color in Magic. Yes, hands down, no questions there. I feel that Commander does a good <laughs> job at proving that as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so for uh, for hate, uh, I think Aaron's basically said it like none, like like <laughs> one and a half, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna go with you're one. gonna get hate from the person you swing at using your eminence abilities because you don't want to waste it. Yeah. But that's the only hate you're going to generate because there's cats, but they're not super great. And none of them really like cause a huge. I can't think of a cat that someone would be like, man, you played that. That's going to. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's yeah. turned against to me. It's kind of like a minus one. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, they'll be thankful you're not playing <laughs> Literally Gary, no hate so, here at all. Yeah. What like, about fun? See, it's. I don't know. It's, it's again, I think no one plays it because it's like a one and a half in the sense of like. It's just aggro. There's to be no fair, other, there's no other mechanic to it but aggro. In so my mind, it's also not super fun. I'm gonna just throw this one out there. You know, unpopular opinion, Brian. Celeste sure. is boring anyway. Plus, it's just a boring combo. There's no fun to be had <laughs> in white and green. Like you can't do anything there's, there's some, stupidly a lot of janky. There's a lot yeah, of it's like life stuff. gain token garbage. Aura uh, shards is pretty. Yeah, terrible. that's super fun. Super I mean, fun. Game. Yeah. All the fun. We've legitimately played against people who will play Aura Shards, and after two turns, they'll be like, I wish I didn't have this stupid Aura Shards. Be like, <laughs> yeah. It's a May. You could just stop targeting. You could just stop blowing that shit up. Because it was like, I just, this sucks. This is <laughs> like, you take out like the two targets, and then you're like, oh, right, now I guess I'll blow up everyone's mana rocks, and everyone's like, you know, you're solemn. Sure, why not? <laughs> like, Politics? Uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> all it does is aggro. There's yeah. no other aspect to it. It's yeah. just... Attack someone it. and then just make it bigger later. So, like, I feel you what? get like bad rolls on these random commanders a lot. I do. I feel. Yeah, like. I wish it was Abzan. That was Abzan. That means. Well, we were discussing in a previous yeah. one that Abzan has like no good generals. Like they're yeah. all kind of terrible. And there's no theme. Might be more interesting than that. Because if you did it that way, then you could also like build like cats and rats or something like that. You could. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, have a little more theme to it than just. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean. Anytime you add an additional color, you can open up the theme a little bit as long as it's not like yeah. Yeah. too specific. But I think right? there's like a reason, there's a no reason yeah. no one plays this one. Yeah. You play it just because you want to play cats. Well, it also, with this general, it also unfortunately came in the same literal box that Miri did. And if you look at the two of them side by side, yeah. Yeah. Miri is just a better It's a completely different general. play style. Yeah. Because you go artifacts. They're both aggro. But, yeah, but this is like aggro. See, tribal. everyone goes artifacts with Miri. 
go wide. Right, yes, we were discussing... Uh, you can only block one of the... friend of ours plays it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, go wide, because it's like, oh, you could block one. Like, uh, but I swung 15 creatures. You're like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to go on... Let's Here's see if we can get another one. It's probably Ilharg. Tangarth, the sure. Taurum hero. Who are you? He's the original Tangarth. Oh my yeah. god. So he has, he has Vigilance. He's a 4-4 four, four for 5 red creature with Vigilance. Tap 1 and a red. They even showed the promo card of him. Uh, yep. Tangarth deals damage equal to its power to target creature. Uh, fights a creature. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. just for 2 it's and a, a tap. 4-4-5 four, four, fight, fight something with Vigilance. So there's a lot of bad mono red generals. He's a Minotaur, so he's yeah. definitely bad. This one's the... <laughs> this one's near the top of the bad red. For generals. reference, we're on EDH Rec, and there's nine decks ever made with this. Yes, <laughs> it's zero point zero zero four percent of uh, the decks. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can uh, you can score them for point oh two ticks on MTG. Oh, that's pretty pricey actually. Uh, or a dollar forty three or forty nine cents on Card Kingdom. Yeah. I don't know why I'm listing the prices, but it just seemed relevant to know yeah. how shittily cheap this general is. <laughs> so there's nothing here. <laughs> so for hate, you're going to get none. This is a... One, you're playing mono red. Yeah. Two. Uh, two, your general is legitimately stupid. There's nothing good about this guy. It has vigilance. So it's like the design of it is you can still attack and then you can and then hold you can up the fight. Yeah, you can hold up the yeah. fight. So that's what you need to do is you need to do that... You need to make it indestructible and give it death yeah. touch, or just make it super big. The problem with and then just fight, though, fight one thing is that it doesn't count in any mechanics apart from death touch and lifelink. Like you can't put first strike on your creature and just yes, and yeah. just, and but just you can put a you can put a stratosife on it and then just someone plays a creature and you're like kill it. Are we really building an entire deck around stratosife? Is yeah. this where we're at with him? Is this where I we're think at? So. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna put him on a. I'm gonna put him on a, a one for fun. Yep. And I'm going to put him on a 1 for hate. That's true. And I'm going to put this bad boy on a 0 for politics. because You mono can red. blow up someone's creature. No. And you can hold it up. I and refuse. you can make threats. I'm going to call a 0. some politics there. <laughs> Alright, 1. It's not great politics because you have to make him bigger than everyone else's creature. Mono red doesn't have a lot of politics. So I guess the fact that it has this one political move. The one gamble you can yeah. make. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't it. tap, it would be better. Well, yeah. Because then if you had a big creature, you could just pay two to just fight everything. But the fact that you can only target one thing yeah, sort of yeah. limits what he can I feel do. if it wasn't tapped, though, then you could just abuse the shit out of it by putting a dark steel plate on it. Sure, but like... then people would play it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It would be... Yeah. It's. It, would it be more degenerate than some of the commanders out there just because you could just pay two to fight something? It might be a top red. Play, play on one, <laughs> unwinding <laughs> clock and metal coating. Sure, done. See, yeah. this is awesome. See, this <laughs> we're is we're literally finding cards to make this general playable. Yeah, that's how, that's how bad it's gotten with this guy. And modern red is so good at finding those cards. You yeah, can easily pull it. Gamble. Out. Absolutely. Gamble. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. want someone to isochron scepter a gamble. Yeah, I just, want that to be a play where someone's just like, "All right, guys." Let's <laughs> roll the dice. Yeah, I just shuffle up the hand and. I've been thinking about the scepter a lot lately for some random cards that I can put on a scepter in a random deck. Oh man, everyone always puts like high tide or yeah. or like dramatic reversal. Or so, or yeah, whatever. yeah. There's fun. way more fun cards yeah. you could throw yeah. on it. Just I really feel that gamble is the top card. Like you, you, yeah, you get to tutor. You're gonna be throwing some. It could be the card you just tutored for. It's gonna yeah. be hilarious. Uh, Tangrass wasn't a good play either. I don't like any of these generals. Thank you for letting us down, random commander. We haven't got a repeat yet. True. That is important. True. We have yet to repeat a random general. Um, 
And now to close off the show, I don't know if you did it or not, but normally we ask our, our guests to assign us a commander to build wrong. If oh, you, if you sure. didn't, then we'll just have to talk about something else while you think of one. No, no. <laughs> I, actually, I actually pulled out two. Oh! Okay. Um, the last ones I think we got, you had to do Kenrith. Oh, and I fuck, had to do I did that. Uh, but Mizzic won extra turns. So I picked some weird, weird generals, so. though. Right, yeah, sometimes it's just, can you play this general? And other times are, play this general, but he, here's the weird way to this, do it. This, I think, is the only insect legend. Sweet, this one came <laughs> up in our three colors. <laughs> Zira uh, Arian. Did she? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've been wanting to build her for a long time, actually, too. So, uh, which one are you assigning that to? Uh, I'll, give, I'll give Brian. Brian will get, uh, what's Zira it called? Zira Arian. The uh, the Jun target player draws a card, Flying Legend. <laughs> for three. It's okay. a one, two, and for right. three you can make a player sweet. All if right. she is an insect. She's an insect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this could be fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have another pictures. one here? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Oh. We've got to take pictures of the phones that we're... <laughs> I'm just sending it to our group chat. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other <laughs> one is not as exciting. Oh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be roar of the world, isn't it? <laughs> it's the cat one. It's that guy. Oh, okay. Uh, we also mentioned this one, Platy Morris the oh. Ruiner, the uh, the new Naya uh, Palladia Morris, however you spell it, Morris. Flying Vigilance Trample. Uh, it is hexproof. If it hasn't dealt damage yet, which is a strange mechanic for <laughs> Magic is. to have printed, yeah, because yeah. it's like a state. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'll have to find this out. I assume when it dies... It triggers a new instance of it. D that's what I was yeah. going to say, that that goes away? Because, <laughs> like, don't I don't me. know. I actually... So, oddly enough, when that set dropped, I purchased a foil one of her, because I did mm. plan on building her, and then right. I realized she was Naya. Yeah. And right. I decided not to. Also, the only female Elder Dragon. Sure. I mean, well, it's, it's hard to sex. The sister of Nickel. the sister of Nickel Bolt. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I didn't take a picture of that, uh, so I'll just remember it. Uh, <laughs> that'll be our next episode. Uh, Brian and I will try to build these decks. These and decks. See what we come up with. And then our next There's episode. There's no particular theme. Just see if you can make it work. You know, no, absolutely. Just, yeah, just okay. see, all right. yeah. see what you want to do. Is there a yeah. um, so we always throw out the pitch at the end. You guys can find us on Facebook at EDHREC. You can just look us up. We have a page there. Uh, we're also on Twitter where myself or Evan randomly handle it. Yeah, we stopped declaring <laughs> who it was. It used to be you would say Brian. Brian. And I would just respond without my name because yeah. it was obvious. But now we just I responded. sign in and it's like, I didn't. Did I didn't I say that? that. Oh, Brian yeah. must have gotten out of the account. So that's so you just never know who you're talking to. This is all W R E C K E D two, just to make yeah. sure everyone's like get uh, wrecked, like, get wrecked, bitch. Um, <laughs> then also, uh, we're also you can email us at edhwrecked at gmail .com, and we have a new Patreon page. Yes, Patreon.com/slash/edhwrecked. The best thing about the Patreon is I we set it up. Assuming we'd post the episode that talked about it, and then we and posted then we the wrong didn't. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people only like we just assume people knew about it for like a week. Uh, but they did not. Then they did not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> we all have. We both have full time jobs. This isn't what we're looking to make money off no, of. So sometimes we mess up. Sometimes yeah. I get up at six in the morning and I'm half asleep and just didn't bother to check this episode. Usually yeah. I check. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. And uh and yeah, but you know, if you want to support us you can, it'll support uh the paying for our website and all that good stuff and maybe also maybe someday uh, we'll get a second mic. Maybe someday we'll get a second mic. I don't we have two jobs but dream big, dream we, big buddy. They're not, big. We're not rolling in the money. <laughs> no, here. no. But uh but we're also not using it as our means of supporting ourselves either. No, this would be no. a bad idea. <laughs> 
I so, started uh, a podcast because I need to support my <laughs> my life. My my family needs money, so I started a podcast. Kids gotta eat so. about a, about a very slim portion of the magic community <laughs> that doesn't really even play that magic. Even according, really, to guests, according to our guest, doesn't that, even really yeah. play proper. Yeah. Uh, so the kids out there listening, see if your daddy will give you his yeah. credit card information. The uh, kids who want to play baseball with the champs. <laughs> over there. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aaron, thank for, you, uh, for being here. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and we will talk to you guys all next week. Yep. See you later. See ya. Goodbye.